Welcome back to the Honest Combo. Today we have a very special guest on. Um, my sister, Crystal Griffin, is here with us today. Um, she lives in Chicago, so we're recording this in different states. And yeah, I'm really excited to get in some juicy stuff. Um, if you wanted to say anything about yourself, what you do, um, or anything, go redhead. Hey, y'all. I am in Chicago. I have two kids. I am married. Um, it's been seven years, seven years married. Um, starting to develop a little bit of a program for kids to help them really learn about their their inner world, I would say. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I think with that, we'll just get right into it. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so I think that we should uh, start off by talking about just like your view on how your, your approach to parenting and why that probably looks different than most people, your approach uh, to parenting, maybe even compared to how you were uh, parented or not parented. <laughs> um, so uh, what would you say, like, um, what, what that looks like for you? And do you receive any criticism because of that? Well, I've been pushed, I've been pushed more into homeschooling in the last year, especially because of society and how society is impacting schools. And it's really not a safe environment at some point when you have school shootings around the whole country for children. It's not a safe environment anymore. And everyone gets to put their opinion on things. And it's kind of like public school is, is, is going down, I would say. Definitely going it- down. Why do you think, other than the violence that is uh, occurring in schools more and more often now, why would you say, what are the other reasons on why you don't like public schools? Um, what, yeah, what does that exactly look so like? It goes into the inner world thing. Schools only teach you outside world. They don't teach you inside world. Well, I would say until you get to maybe the high school level where you get to pick your classes and you get to choose, you know, and maybe they would have... I don't even know a class that would have something to do with inner world um, or so like how do we I, even explain inner world? To so, <laughs> so yeah, I think that it's important for the people who are listening um, maybe to define what you think, uh, what you define inner world as. So they are kind of understanding. I mean, I know what you mean, but yeah. um, maybe like explain that the best that you can. Okay. So it all comes down to energy. Everything comes down to energy. Energy is, so your energy is your frequency and the frequency that you're on is your aura around you, which is your boundary and the boundary that you set for yourself. The frequency that you set yourself is going to set the tone of the frequency that you get from the rest of the world. So we really need to be teaching them about their energy and their auras and how they really do affect other people when they are thinking negatively about other people and thinking negatively about things around the world. And you just really have to be open to all vibrations and not judge. And it all comes down to judgment and boundaries and your inner world 
has to do has that's how you protect your inner world is your boundaries and your frequency and your vibe around you the vibe that you live in okay so um you are like releasing so much information i want to dig into so much of what you said um even when we were talking about the schools and then and now you're hitting yeah. more of you can now we can really see like you're well it's you're, all the same it's all the yeah same. everything is exactly the same it's all yeah. has to do with each other for sure so let's start off with going maybe into uh, more of how what your approach to parenting then looks like because that's what you believe yeah. so maybe if we can give uh some examples of like you can just like make up a situation that um either hasn't happened or hasn't happened with your kids and how you would approach to resolve something and just in general how you speak to them yeah. any, anything like that so because I know that there's going to be people that either have kids or like, you know what I mean? I think that's yeah, just very... I, I have a, a unique perspective because my, I, I, I'm going to say enlightenment, but my awakening has mm-hmm. happened after I had kids. So my children have already had a little bit of damage from us and from from our our boundaries or our breaking of their boundaries or not setting boundaries for them or for ourselves and family or whatever. So I think that, so now I'm kind of like, now that I have all of this knowledge and all of this stuff in front of me, I, I am looking at my kids and I really just have to look at them and say, you know what? You really just have to focus on yourself. And that's, that's what it comes down to is focus on yourself, focus on what you're doing, focus on what you're thinking, focus on everything that has to do with you and don't focus on what your sister's doing or what your friend is doing or what... Like, and that, even in the, in this classroom setting, teachers will applaud that and you, that's what they want is to focus on yourself and they don't teach that. So, um, an example, like, can you give an example of how that would look? Like, um, so say that Silas, you know, did something like, how would you react to maybe something he did whether it was negative or positive or whatever, like, how would you react to that well you I mean you really have to get into his shoes and figure out what was happening and make sure that he he was making the right decision because you don't know what his options were in the moment what if he only his only option was to punch him or like he felt very trapped or very um very isolated from Mm -hmm. being Silas has a big boundary issue and he really has, he, he loves with his heart. He leads with his heart. He loves so many people and he really just wants to help them and wants to be with them. And it's kind of, it turns into people take advantage of him and they really do like, he has a little bit of a problem with react, reacting with people, which we all mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and, for sure. <laughs> um, so he, reacts to so if he if if a friend or a a person at school is getting a reaction out of him they're going to keep doing it because they like that he freaks out you know that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of how the world is really but um so yeah keep going it's really about uh, it's about putting yourself in their shoes and making sure that you're not criticizing them too much for for a decision that probably was the best of that of their abilities 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like definitely having a lot of empathy for yeah. your kid and yeah, putting yourself into their shoes before you punish them or react in any kind of way, like put yourself into their shoes first before Absolutely. you make any kind of decisions. That's what it seems like you're saying. So yeah, get um, to their level, figure out what was happening. Like they probably reacted for good reason or they like they like Silas was reacting because he was getting stabbed in the back with a pencil. Like that's oh. kind of that's, <laughs> that's something that he's going to react to. So it's like, you kind of just really have to get down to what is really happening in their head and get them to still not judge, even though like this is bad, you know, it looks so bad yeah. They're hurting me and really mm-hmm. try to get them to understand that like, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, that's what I wanted you to touch on. So it's no different than us. Like, just because they're little people, like they are an age doesn't matter. Like, it's it's, let's look at us like all like humans. And so treat them like they're an almost not an adult, but you know what I mean? Like, be like that with them just because they're children. That doesn't mean that they're less than you or anything like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And children are so smart. I've always said, like, we don't talk baby talk to our kids. We never have. It's not a thing. And it really does make a a huge difference, a huge difference. We are so smart at studying such a young age. And most of our programming, our synapse production is that it's highest between the ages of four to eight. So all of your programming, all your connections, your major connections that are being made are from when you were that young. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's, so, keep going. Tell, no, tell them how old your kids are. Um, Jane is four. She'll be five in October. And Silas is, uh, he just turned seven yesterday. So you guys are, that's why I wanted to point out, like, you are right in that. So I think that's, I know that's what I said in the beginning. I kind of, yeah. we kind of have messed up a little bit and we have a little bit of, of stuff to rewire in him. Um, but he is so, he is so positive and he has such a good heart. Like, it's not going to take very much for him to figure it out. And as long as he focuses on himself and he keeps reminding, like, we dropped him off to go visit grandma and I had to remind him, focus on yourself, but like. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Don't worry about what your sister's doing. Even if she's doing something bad, she will get in trouble for it. Leave her alone. Worry about yourself. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So uh, let's talk about maybe the difference of how you have to then parent Jane versus Silas. I mean, I can't, you're kind of touching on like how you have to parent him. But is there a big difference on your approach because they are two different people? And they're different ages. So yeah. Jane's kind of, yeah, behind him. Um, I would say, I would say, yes, my parenting is different because their, their personalities are different. Jane has a little bit of a, Jane, the main thing Jane has to work on is protecting her heart. She needs to really protect her heart and walk away from situations because she really gets worked up when someone like upsets her and she's like you're pushing my buttons and you're really like you're you're messing with me and she she says that yeah she does that's hilarious (laughs) and um oh wait just a side note like jane is a very humorous person like she cracks jokes all the time 
these jokes like they half the time they don't make sense but that's why they're so funny and and she almost (laughs) even knows that they don't make sense and and she doesn't even allow you to answer if she's asked like doing like you know and I don't know a knock knock joke or something she just like says the whole thing (laughs) and then she took yeah because she just wants you to laugh at her laugh yeah, but you're already laughing before she even says yeah. it. <laughs> okay, she anyways. She to hear herself laugh, I think. That's- uh, okay. Hey, that's not a bad quality. I know, I know, laughing. Yeah, she's definitely humorous. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so to continue, I'm sorry I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, so with her, it's more of a heart thing. She has to protect her heart and walk away from things, which is kind of the same thing with Silas. It's, you really just have to learn to walk away from situations and and only pay attention to what you want. Only pay attention yeah. to the good because don't pay attention to the bad because the, the bad duplicates also. Do you want to duplicate the good or do you want to duplicate the bad? Yeah, yeah. So you explain that to them, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. They, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I was trying to get, like, more examples because I know you do stuff like that because I know that there's so many, like, I know there's so many parents that, like, would never even think to speak to their child that way and, like, like you're saying, get on their level and, like, be like, look, like, these are the facts. This is what's going on without your emotions and your feelings. Like, this is how a better way to approach this and reacting. Yes, absolutely, especially because they learn the reacting from us hmm yeah. yeah the influence <laughs> that even if you yeah your environment growing up is like so important and I yeah know you know that. learn by example every single person on this planet learns by example and so whatever mm-hmm. example you were taught is who you became mm-hmm. totally <laughs> so it's like you you have to lead your children and almost like they do have to you have to keep them to be their own individual people and just lead and hope that they take what you you know whatever all the positivity and whatever the good stuff that you're leading with that they grab a hold of that and be like oh I want to be like that I want to do that and like some of it it just happens because like if you are exercising every day putting good food in your body and all of that and they're watching you do that whether you talk about it or not yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. outer things and inner things too so like talking good to each other talking good to ourselves and because it's all like you have to get it in like you could trick your brain into thinking anything you know Mm -hmm. so they They really need to, it's, I don't, it's, it's, yeah, it's live in the moment. I don't know. It's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's hard. It it's, is. It's hard just... to kind of explain it in different ways, but it's all comes down to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Focus on yourself. Like be in this moment. Don't worry about the past or the future. Like where that anxiety Even then comes from. Even if something is bad, like it has the, ch- if you don't, if you give it the chance, it, it has the chance to be good. Mm-hmm. You just have, yeah. you can't, you can't judge it immediately. Otherwise you're closing all those doors and you're, it's, they're never going to be, have the chance to be good because you're not giving. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so let's go. This is a good transition. So let's talk about then because your approach to parenting is maybe a little different. um, Have you encountered like with family or friends that like it's 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 probably difficult for you when you're handing them off to someone else? Um, Or if if you're even in, in the same like you're at a party or in the same room with someone who is then treating your child in a way that you don't approve of or that isn't your style of wanting to take take care of a uh, uh, resolve something you know what i mean so like um how do you handle that um i would say for sure you have to really let the moment pass like you really have to let them like let 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 the situation happen before you do anything especially if you're in a situation where you're going to unconsciously explode at someone or like you're they're going to make you know that you're going to be around somebody who's who's going to make you mad or is going to smoke cigarettes around your kids or you like there's there's going to mm-hmm. be yeah 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 so um do you, okay so how can you cuz I know, obviously, because you're my sister, so you will get into, like, boundaries then because then there's a lot of, I think, boundaries that you have to put into place uh, because you believe in a certain way of doing things and raising your kids a certain way and you have certain core values and you want your kids to um, have all of those things. So when you're in an environment maybe where that's not the same um, with other people that you're with, whether friends or family – are there certain boundaries that you put into place that help, like, you know, keep things in line or what? Are you there? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm scared. Sorry. No, you're good. Just let me process for a second. There... What's, what's your main question? So mainly just like boundaries, like what boundaries have you had to put into place to make sure that um, your kids aren't being heavily influenced in a way that you don't okay. want them okay. to? So just talking about the main, what's the main two, which is um, my husband who is in his awakening. He definitely is men evolve on their own. Like it's, he's, he's there, he's getting there. Um, but he has done some damage and I had to set a boundary and say, this is the life that I am building for our children. And either you're with it or you're not. And if you're not with it, that is perfectly fine. You are allowed to not be with it. You're allowed to set your own boundaries and have your own life and have your own beliefs and have your own systems. But this is the one that I'm picking for our our children because this is the best that I perceive. Okay. And um, so with that though, how like, and he, what was his reaction to when you ever first ever had that conversation? I know it's not like a new conversation. Um, How was his, what was his reaction? Like, did he, 
be like, well, why can't I choose like what our belief is and what we were going to do and all this? Like, why do you get to choose? Like, was that his reaction or like, wow, what, what did it look Absolutely. like? I think, well, there's been many. So in the beginning, it was different. It was, you're trying to change me. You're trying to do this. Like, you're not, you're not looking at me. And it was, it's the opposite. It's that like, you have all of these masks and all of these blockages you put in yourself. And I see that you underneath it and you show me every once in a while, but like, you need to get, it's, it's hard because you have to, you have to judge yourself too. So judging his, his, what he was wanting in life and what I was wanting in life, Mm -hmm. but knowing that those things were negative things or positive things, which is judgment and not everyone has the best judgment. Um, So Go ahead. Um, Especially when there's like anger involved in fighting and like when it gets worse, you know? Yeah, for sure. So where would you say that you're at with um, your relationship with him in regards to how you guys raise your kids and just as a family, where you want to go as a family and who you guys want to be become? Where are you at in terms on, on the same page with him now? Um, yeah. Now we are working on, um, we, well, I mean, we're all still working on ourselves. We're all still making sure we're focusing on ourselves. And as long as you are living through your heart, we can all get through this together and get through this happily, right? So mm-hmm. we basically to get him to a place of understanding about how you're expecting things or your, your, this all comes down to the same exact things I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me, let me pause for a second and just acknowledge you because this is her first podcast for, for one. And I'm just like, Hey, you want to do this? And she's like, Oh, okay. And like, was totally down. Like, didn't like, whatever, like she was down. So I just want to acknowledge you for the fact that you're even on here, like talking and whatever. And that like, you're doing awesome. And I'm really excited for people to hear this because even some of the stuff that might be maybe common sense to you, like this stuff, like people need to know. So yeah, just like keep going and you're doing awesome. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't remember hearing this. <laughs> you were saying it all comes down to the same thing because it is. Yeah. Know, yeah. It comes down to judgment. It comes down mm-hmm. to observing without evaluating. You have to observe it for what it is because if you observe it and you're, you're saying, Oh, that's a negative thing or I don't like it or whatever. You're closing all other doors for the possibility of it being better. You, you have to be open to all vibrations. Yeah, I think it's just really curiosity. Um, and so not judging whatever's happening in the moment. Yeah. And being open, like you said, being curious to maybe ask why someone, someone reacted a certain way that they reacted and coming from a very non-judgmental, curious level. So you can really understand better and communicate better versus there being ego in the way and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about the education then. We'll, we'll, um, and and we'll because we touched on it, but like let's talk about education. Um, maybe touch on w- what you've already done with your kids, what you plan to do in the future, and okay. I really let's talk really about the future because I'm kind of I've been recently doing this within the last few days. Let's talk about the future. Yeah, go ahead. Um, um so obviously, so um. Basically, I think that from the ages one to eight-ish, while they're programming and before is happening, you should not be in a public school system. You should be at home with your family, with your mother. She should be teaching you about your inner world, your inner God, whoever or whatever you want, your inner light, whatever you call it. And you should be learning about yourself and learning about humanity and how to deal with humans because that is the biggest thing you are ever going to deal with so how do you do that if you if they're not in a public school like so how would you surround them with being able to learn about other people and stuff if they're at home that's me (laughs) Uh, just teach I mean I teach them anything about um their how they their energies affect other people and just that alone will help them be able to be cultivators of energy in the future instead of feeding off of other people's energy and really living through themselves and not through other people because I feel like that's the school system now is that everyone is trying to be exactly the same and Mm. listen to the same music and they're all trying to be so cool and so exactly the same mm-hmm. so how can they so do you like maybe like when you if you take them to the park or you take them like what places can you take them um if you know if they're not going to be in a public school until they're eight or whatever they can practice still be practicing other than at home though like do you have any suggestions of where people can take their kids to gain that experience I would say definitely outdoors, outdoor things, just everyone feels better outdoors, you know, everyone. And if you are finding friends outside and they're doing things and they're being active and they're, they're most likely are going to have a better mindset and you would want to be around them. So parks, forest preserves, um, even libraries. Okay. Libraries is a really good one. Clubs? Is there clubs that you can... Oh, yeah. Anything with school or through your town. But it's going to be selective. You're going to have different groups of people Mm -hmm. through those because of public schools. And I mean, where I live is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... From one to eight, and then you think that they, what happens after they're eight? Or in your opinion, what you think that it should be look like? Then academic starts. Obviously, numbers and letters and learning, like those basic things, shapes, those, that's not like, I'm still including those in the one to eight. Like, you should still be learning basic ABCs, Mm -hmm. one, two, threes, shapes. Mm -hmm feelings, sounds, everything like that. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And then eight years old, even Silas is starting to change already. It's there's there's a change that happens. And they really need to have the space to be able to develop themselves and the way that they want to or need to develop on their own. And it's gonna, it, it, I, I believe that it has to be in a one-on-one or one-on-three or whatever, very close setting. And it has to be a daily, daily program that they can do themselves. It has to and be. And this, this is after eight, you're saying? After eight, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So if there's a program that I believe in, I don't, I haven't found it yet. I yeah, so found- what would you create? What would it look like? What's the ideal way that you think yeah. that it should look like? So, and what are, and like, how does that go with even what you want to create yourself to be of service to help change the way that this education system that we have now um, is now. Well, I think that like the education part is fine, you know, like where they're learning, well, they're changing math things and they're changing some things and they don't teach cursive anymore and some things are changing, but like academically they're, they're teaching children just fine. It's just, there's, there has to be a separate program that is for just inner worlds and it goes down to having an open mind and thinking anything is possible down to your beliefs and visualization is a huge thing that we need to use for ourselves and not just for studying academically, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, for our life and imagining and imagination is more powerful than knowledge. Yeah. Well, cause you can, it, it, imagination helps you, then believe in whatever it is that you're wanting to believe in and it brings it to life where it becomes then your reality yeah absolutely your knowledge is is limited to what you know now and nothing in the future you know yeah you have the curiosity for the future and you get to think and imagine and that's what it all starts with everything in in on this planet started with a vision right Mm mm-hmm um, and then mental discipline, which is taking control of your mind. So meditation, which is very simple. You literally just sit. You can sit anywhere you want. You can stand. You just, you go into your head. You turn it off. It will wander. It will start talking about things that you don't care about. It will talk about things you do care about. Turn it off. Go back to, the, to your breath. It's, it's all about control. You have to control, gain control of your mind so that way you can observe and not judge. And then the last would be mental tension, which is like dealing with your ego and your anger and be jealous. Um, and your ego is your teacher and it is nothing more. It is literally your teacher and it teaches you to let us, to let things go and learn to question it. You need to learn to question your ego. You should be questioning your brain. Your brain questions you, so you should question it. Yeah, because your ego is really there to try to do the opposite of what you probably should be. And it's trying, it's trying to, it's almost like putting up a fight for you. And like, that's why we get so 
um, like afraid to do things. And it's like, that's not real. That's just your ego. Like you're more than capable of doing X, Y, and Z. You just think that you can't because your ego is making you believe that you can't because it's trying Absolutely. to keep you, it's, it's trying to keep you safe. Yeah. It's your subconscious and your subconscious only works off of the information that is from the past. Yeah. Which comes first full circle to like then doing your best to be a parent that they can um, develop these like skills so much early on too yeah. and and hopefully not go through so much trauma or hardship as a child so Absolutely. they're Letting set up yes yeah. yeah yeah to like set up to be able to be uh, successful um in the future when they eventually move out and just the person that they have become by that point hopefully you know they're can just go for it and don't aren't held back by their past yeah yeah absolutely because the past I mean the past means a lot but it means nothing in the now the magic is in the now yeah that's a good line the magic is in the now (laughs) um so uh okay time oh actually we're we're wrapping it up here shortly uh so just to like recap about what what you think education should look like so from one to eight you think that children should be more at home and like roughly exposed to the outer world to then practice so but that's not necessarily at a school and the mom should be or, or someone else should be yeah or te- grandparent even mm-hmm. teaching them these basic things in that they like exactly just explaining what they are as a human how they work as a human um and that and so after eight then you think that they can then go to school is that what you mean? And if it's their choice, absolutely. I would say if they want to, then 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 do it. Absolutely, it's up to them. Mm-hmm. I think that if you prepare them and you get them ready to make that decision, that that's your you don't have you don't have a decision to make. They get to make that decision and they mm-hmm. or they get homeschooled, which I know that not everyone has the pl- the, the pleasure of staying home with their with their kids and homeschooling them which is, I, I think that is changing. I think there's a lot more homeschool things happening mm-hmm. and it's becoming easier. And um, I don't know, maybe even my future is into homes, a homeschool teacher. Yeah. Okay. So let's wrap this up with what your current vision for your, uh, you personally, not your kids, like you personally, what's your current vision for, what you want to do and how you see what you were put here to do. What, what is that looking like for you? What have you recently discovered? What have you discovered um, just over the past five years and everything that you've learned right now? What does your future look like because of all the information that you have learned and because you have awakened into the fact that you see all these things, what are you so passionate about and what do you want to do to make a change in this world. I am making a workbook slash app slash program to 
teach young children about energies and frequencies and how the universe works and also that that same universe is inside themselves and the same it's it's the same thing that you have to do is for the inner and the outer it mm-hmm. all starts inner and you need to do the inner first so that way you have control of the outer so creating a tool that could be a, a couple different kind of tools but all the kind of the same thing that helps them uh teach that um that's yeah so that's what you're yeah you're how saying. energy works yeah. frequency works how you are not going to be able to access things that are that you are not on frequency with if you are not open with that frequency you are not going to be able to receive that or that information or anything from that whatever your so, vibration is at so you want to create uh, these tools for kids to do this and then so um, what else do you want to create and like what, um, because I know that's not all that you want to do. Like, that's not what, that's the only thing you're going to do for the rest of your life. Like, what is your, like, what is the thing that is really drawing, like drawing you towards it right now? Helping kids mental health. Like I just, I, I don't even necessarily want it to consume my whole life. I really just want to create something that will help kids that were in a situation like me where I don't have awake parents that will be able to have this in front of them, whether they have to print it out or whether like I have to sell it to schools and like to poverty schools or whatever. However, I have to get it to them. I'm going to figure out the way to get it to them. And once I get it to them, like that's then I, I, they get to do the work, you know, I just want, I want to give them the information. Yeah in front of them and Mm -hmm. knowing that this information did not come from my parents. This, this information did not come even from like a little bit of it. Like I would say frequencies and stuff came from school, but none of this, all of this came from my research, my stuff. It all comes down to what you do. Yeah. And just your experience with your kids and you awakening and seeing these things. Um, But just your life experience, what you've really learned so your your would you say then that your purpose is to um, give back what you've learned, what's worked for you, what's worked for Absolutely. you with your parents? I would, be, I would be stupid not to give, not to make, not to make some type of information brochure or something, you know, something even simple to to hand out to people. Like go stand on the streets. Like that's that's kind of like I live in a place that has a lot of drug abuse and a lot of. Um, ancestral just abusive generations and generations of blockages and people and they think they can't do anything and they all they do is sit around and drink and smoke cigarettes and it's kind of like yeah for sure I know and I I know we talk about this a lot just in like you feeling like sometimes you're kind of like an alien in the middle of just this area that you live in and everyone else around you is just, well, they're not awake, which yeah. you, you can't necessarily blame people that are not awake. They don't know what they don't know. So your job know, is what you're I saying. I was asleep, like, yeah, not that long ago. <laughs> I think you started your path to awakening as soon as you um, probably got pregnant with your first kid. And, like, I think that changed everything for you, for yeah. sure, um, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So, uh, yeah, well, I'm really excited to see, like, what you have in store. And it's already been such a pleasure to watch you evolve and just be, like, this awesome parent. I'm really proud to call you my sister because I know Uh that you parent in a really, like, really good way. And so that's why I wanted to talk about this a lot because I know that some they just don't know. So I think it's awesome that you really want to dedicate a lot of your time to giving people this information and then even um, moderating and and coaching um, and helping families maybe and stuff like that, being able to, like, understand the information as well. Um, So, yeah, I'm really excited uh, for you and to see like what happens Yay. Uh, yeah, anything else uh, to say before we wrap this up I would say lead with love yes that's great that's like the best way you, thing you could yeah, have just said that's my favorite my favorite quote is yeah love and yes that's, that's it <laughs> All right, people, leave with lead mm-hmm. with love, and uh, I'm gonna wrap this conversation, this honest conversation, up with uh, my wonderful sister Crystal, and uh, we will talk to you on the next episode of the Honest Combo. See you later, guys. <laughs>